Hello, and welcome to Artfully Told, where we share true stories about meaningful encounters with art. I think artists help people have different perspectives on every aspect of life. All I can do is put my part out into the world. It doesn't have to be perfect the first time. It doesn't have to be perfect ever, really. I mean, as long as you, you're enjoying doing it and you're trying your best, that can be good enough. Art is something that you can experience with your senses and that you just experience as, as so beautiful. Hello, and welcome back to Artfully Told. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I am so excited to have on my podcast today my friend Lance McDonald. Lance and I actually met through my husband, and gosh, now it's been probably, a, what, like six years, I think, maybe, yeah, that we've been friends? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, absolutely. And so Lance has his day job, and then he also has this fantastic creative side to him, too, that comes out in all sorts of different artwork. And I am just so excited to have him on the show specifically because I think that his particular take on art is really unique and special, and his artwork is really cool. And so thank you so much, Lance, for being here today. Yeah, thank you. That was that was a really nice compliment. Thank you. Yeah, it's kind of surreal to be here. Thanks for, for having me on. Of course, of course. Well, I'd love to hear a little bit about kind of what started your dabbling, so to speak, in art, because I know you've kind of done a little bit of a variety. So what kind of prompted you? I mean, really, I just think it's kind of built into my core, maybe. I have had a really interesting relationship with art as a whole since I was a child. It's kind of been this like this for lack of a better term like a best friend that's just kind of been around when I need it and uh, it's kind of a a roller coaster of a relationship too I I guess to start so just to to give a premise for my experiences since childhood so just a couple years ago I was diagnosed with autism and uh, I didn't know I'm 33 now I didn't know for you know 30 plus years that I was on the spectrum and so as a child, I, I didn't really like music. I didn't really see the point in it. And I'm talking like, I don't know, like five, six plus years old. And it had partially, it was partially to do with, you know, how I, what home I was raised in and the ideas around that. And eventually I kind of branched out and discovered that there was, you know, music outside of the small bubble and really fell in love with it. And I wouldn't say that was like the start of my creative side coming out, but it was definitely an important part. And I guess from there, I I started drawing, took a bunch of different music classes over the years. Uh, Nothing stuck. I'm I'm terrible at instruments. Um, (laughs) It's just the worst. Uh, I did eventually learn to play drums. And after trying piano, violin, clarinet, guitar, bass triangle probably i don't know the drums <laughs> actually clicked with me and i played that for a few years nothing serious or anything and for your listeners i'm sure that it'll be quite the pattern but i just kind of dabbled in it and from there i did some canvas painting for a couple of years i did some sculpting i guess a few years before that i think as i'm learning about myself over my lifetime, I, I just like to accumulate skills and learn 
different things, as broad of a statement as that is. I just want to, you know, experience everything. And art is a huge part of life. It's in so many different facets that I don't feel like most people even realize. So yeah, it's with me and art has been kind of an up and down thing. And I, I dive real hard when I dive and sometimes I get back out of the water for a bit, but I'll, I'll be sure to dive in with something else again too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and thank you for sharing your story. I think that, yeah, yeah it's so cool to hear how art can, I actually love the way you put it. It can be your best friend that comes along through yeah. life's ups and downs. And the great thing about art is that, I mean, you might judge it, but it doesn't judge you back. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) You know, and so just having that outlet for what you're feeling and what you're going through is absolutely awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like it. So at this point, so you mentioned music and you've done painting and you've done sculpture and things like that. Is there one of them that you feel was the best creative outlet or do you feel like like you've said you dabbled in so many so is it sort of like what's needed in the moment that's a really good question i think it's a a yes to both i think for your first question i think the one that's maybe touched me the most was my drum kits but the problem with that is when you're growing up in apartments, it's not exactly conducive to having happy neighbors. <laughs> so I do plan to eventually play drums again. I'm just kind of in the mix of some different stuff right now. It seems like I always am. But but to your second question, yeah, absolutely. You know, I life has a lot of ups and downs, and there's definitely room for art in those ups and downs, but I guess for me more so it's art has really made a connection with me and I've really tried to discover my creative side and the limits of that in, in the, the sadder times or the, the more angry times or, you know, a friend of mine who works with children told me there's no such thing as good and bad feelings. There's only comfortable feelings and uncomfortable feelings. So I guess in that context, I, I come to art, almost as a reflex, I guess, when the uncomfortable feelings come up. Yeah, I love that. That's such a great way to think about it because it removes the judgment from it. It's simply, it is comfortable or it isn't comfortable. Yeah. And yeah, that gives you a lot more permission to explore that without a judgment, which I think is... It gives you freedom. And that, I mean, what isn't in relation to art than freedom. Right. Exactly. Awesome. Well, as far as your paintings go, I personally have gotten to see some and I think they're really cool. But is there any sort of theme that kind of has run through? Because I remember there were a few that seemed like they were connected, you know, different artworks, but kind of maybe within the same general theme or landscape per se or whatever. Do you tend to work in like sets or is it just whatever strikes you. It's definitely whatever strikes me. I have a hard leaning towards the abstract with canvas painting. I guess I haven't practiced that much in a long time at realistic artwork in that regard, but I do like the abstract just because more of the, like being able to have somebody feel something 
I think it's a lot easier to have that happen with something that is more abstract rather than something that is more focused and trying to tell you something specific. I think the more you're able to read into it yourself and make your own ideas about it and draw your own conclusions and, and feel your own feelings towards it, I think it allows people to have either a more enjoyable experience with art or have a more meaningful experience with art. Sure. Well, and we'll circle back to that because that, as you know, as a podcast listener, <laughs> ties into one of my questions at the end. But so when you go and experience art, do you particularly prefer to experience it for yourself without a whole lot of context? Do you like more abstract art personally? I think visually I do prefer the abstract, but outside of that, I, I don't really have a preference. I think it, it's definitely dependent on mood and, and a million other factors for me personally, but I think whatever someone's trying to say, whether they're letting you in with some notes or not, whether, you know, the, the title of the painting or if it's abstract or not, I think that's for the artist to decide. Sure. So I think I prefer just visually the uh, feeling I get from looking at abstract art, but you can have just as much of a connection with something that it tells you exactly what's going on. Sure. Yeah, that makes complete sense. So are there any stories that stand out to you as far as having either your own experience with creating art or seeing somebody else's art that particularly stand out in your memory as being just something to hold on to? Yeah, I guess with canvas painting again. So just a, a bit of context and to come back to uh, what we were talking about earlier. So I grew up in a, a very conservative home and we went to essentially a mega church on a regular basis. And my dad was a minister of music. My brother was very musically inclined. My mom sang in the choir. So to comment on my complicated relationship with music, at the time, I had no idea that there was other kinds of music. Like the, the radio existed, but it, it wasn't something that we turned on very often. And so I just kind of assumed that this was a majority of what music had to provide. And even at a young age, I, I didn't feel like the music and really the church as a whole followed the same kind of beliefs that I had. So it really didn't have a huge impact on me. But then, you know, after discovering, you know, there's more out there, there's more to the world, I, I fell in love with music. And to tie that into my canvas painting, I had just decided one day that I just wanted to start like it. I had friends who painted and I had seen plenty of art throughout my life. And, and I just kind of came to the conclusion that well, maybe I can try this. And uh, so I did. And uh, it didn't go well. From my perspective, I drew just a bunch of nonsense and, and painted just random shapes. And I was just kind of, I guess, trying to figure out uh, what I did know myself and what I could do myself from a jumping off point. But what really got me to open up, and at the time I was very emotionally clogged up, if you will, I had a lot of issues trying to reach my emotions, just trying to, over the years, keep them inside. And music was what kind of enabled me to start painting in the first place. 
because I, I tried a, a bunch of different things like meditation and, and nothing really seemed to let me express myself on the canvas. And as soon as I put on some music that just kind of matched the mood that I was in, it was just like a light switch and I just went off. And so most of my paintings are named after songs because they are uh, an album or an artist or a, a specific song that I was listening to while painting it. And it's what I feel as I'm experiencing that. So yeah, it, it, that's a really good memory for me, just having this growth of a relationship with uh, music and having it affect other facets of creative expression. Right. And I think that that's so interesting and so cool how one art form has inspired another one for you. And it was discovering that that kind of led to you being able to express your creativity through painting, but it was, you know, driven by another art form, which I think is really, really cool. Art yeah. gets art, you know, so to speak. And Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, it's so fantastic. And I love the fact that your titles are named after those songs. And that's what inspires you. I think that's really, really cool. I love it. So are there any pieces that you've created or painted or whatever that really stand out to you as being some of your favorites? I mean, how, do you have this image of something that comes back to you where you go, I like that one. I'm really proud of that one. Yeah. And just to put it out there, I have verified with friends that it's not egotistical to hang your own paintings in your house. But I did that because <laughs> I just, I, I like them. I don't think I've painted something from start to finish outside of doodles and stuff that I really absolutely was just disgusted with or anything. Most of the stuff that I have hung up are pieces of mine. There is one, honestly, at this moment, I can't remember what it's called uh, or what I called it, but there's one where, and I'm pretty sure you've seen it, it has like a black background and there's just these strings of different colors falling down and up on the canvas. And at this moment, I can't remember what song it was that I listened to, but it's just looking at it. It's it's one of my favorites. It's I really like contrast, and that is definitely has a lot of contrast there. Yeah, absolutely, and I absolutely agree. If you if you like your own artwork, you should definitely display it and be proud of it. I yeah, think that's fantastic. <laughs> for, for anybody listening, you know, if you like something, just just like it. There's, there's yeah. no reason to to take other people into consideration. Right. Very true. And also the reality is I wouldn't have known that you painted if I didn't see them in your house. You know, I wouldn't have necessarily oh, yeah. known that. And and then I was able to ask you about it and discover a little bit more. Where did that one come from or or whatever? And so, yeah, it opens up good conversations. So, yes, all the Absolutely. art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So do you find yourself dabbling much these days? I know this is a very challenging time of life for probably uh, everyone. Everyone, um, of course. Not much at the moment. I don't know if you'd really call working on a house art, but I'm doing some more renovations right now and taking care of my dog who's getting up there in, in age. I, I just listened to the episode with Kent Rader. And, uh, yeah. 
he's he's delightful by the way um he is so glad you had him on the show yes me too (laughs) but something that's always been on the back burner i guess in my brain has been a stand-up and i have some notes and some just random thoughts written down and that's that's about as far as it's gone so far but it's definitely something i'd like to look into once we're allowed to be within a few feet of each other in, in compact areas. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. Oh, I definitely think that that would be, you would be very good at that. I, I can <laughs> tell. <laughs> thank, thank you. I, I don't have a, a singer's voice and it's not something I've ever really worked on. <laughs> but I do like the different facets of art and the fact that it can be your voice or your hands or your feet. But I want to, you know, dive into something that has to do with spoken word or, or voice and see what I can learn from that. Well, yeah. And you mentioned earlier the fact that you are kind of a lifetime learner. You like <laughs> to continue to develop your skills. And so, yeah, that's just another skill set that is really good. And I, I would think very <laughs> difficult to, to develop just because, it's not even just speaking, it's trying to make people laugh, which yeah. is a whole thing. It's a, it's an art form. It really is. I do like so. to speak on Kent Rader again. I do like his methodical execution of it, though. I think it is something that can be maybe not scientifically quantified, but there is like an equation to it, I think. And it's something that you can continuously work on. So yeah, I, we'll see. I'll get back to you in the future when we're all happy and healthy. Perfect. I love it. Well, I do have a couple of questions I like to ask my guests if you're okay with that. Of course. Okay. So first of all, how do you personally define art or what is art to you? To me, I'm trying to break it down to the simplest terms that I can because I had thought about this a little bit before we started recording. I would say it's, to me, it's an ambiguous expression. And some some pieces of art are, are more or less ambiguous, but at the end of the day, you are trying to relay an emotion and there's nothing unambiguous about that. Yeah, I think it's it's just people trying to express themselves to other people. We all want to be heard and listened to, and this is just one more way to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Okay. And what do you think is the most important role of an artist? I think honesty is probably the highest up there for me. I think that with a lot of art that is deemed not great or not good, it often has to do with the amount of honesty being portrayed. And if your sole focus is to just make a dollar or trying to, you know, slam an idea in somebody's face. It's not going to come off as well as, as if you're pulling from your heart and expressing yourself with honesty. There's, there's satire and, and stuff like that, but at, at its core, it still has an honest or, or, a, or a truth to it. And I think quality of art is very dependent on that truth telling so I'd say for anyone who's wanting to be an artist or who is an artist, let's face it, we all are at some extent, just be honest with yourself and you will absolutely make something great. Yes, indeed you will. 
Okay. And then my final question is, do you think that art should be inclusive or exclusive? And it does sort of tie into something we were talking about earlier, but inclusive referring to somebody who creates their art and provides a little bit of context, whether that's a title or a story or some background. Um, yeah. Versus exclusive, referring to someone creating the artwork and just letting the viewer or the participant or whatever take from it what they will. So they don't necessarily provide any context. Yeah. I would say it is an even split for me down the middle. I think choosing, because it is a choice, It is it, that is a spectrum in and of itself, but you still have to choose where on that spectrum you land as far as you know letting people in on what's going on or not. I think that is an important piece to the art itself too, like choosing whether to give the whole story or even a part of it is part of what someone will experience when they experience your art. And it's really up to the artist, whether they want to let you in on more or not. And uh, that kind of informs the piece itself. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Well, thank you again so much, Lance, for being here today. That was so much fun. Plus, you have so many great insights, and I just love it. But I was wondering if there's any way for people to follow along with your journey. Do you have any sort of public outlet yet, or is it just sort of for you right now and not necessarily for others? I, I am not on social media, like not even a little bit, so I'm a little hard to find. But if I can plug one of my favorite local artists here in KC, yes. her name is Banaz Miramati. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing her uh, last name right, but it's spelled uh, B-E-H-N-A-Z. And then her last name is M-I-R-E-M-A-D-I. And she is a, a wonderful artist. She does realism and uh, abstract. And I actually have one of her pieces hanging up right here. So cool. yeah, you should go check her out. Yes. Okay, absolutely. We will. And we'll post a couple links to some of her work too. That's great. Awesome. Well, I'm personally excited for the future for you. I'm very excited about the <laughs> fact that you might do some stand-up comedy. I'm totally <laughs> going to be there for that. But again, thank you so very much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. And yeah, I'm so glad course. that, yeah, that you found a great outlet for your art and that you're expressing it. And whether that's just for you and it's just going to continue to be for you in your house or whether you'll share it or whatever happens, I think it's still so valuable. And so thank you for creating. I think that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you for doing this podcast. I've, I've learned so much about different people I never would have met. And that's really, that's a huge part of this podcast for me. That The part that I, I really enjoy is we're not just learning about these people. We're getting to know them too. And I don't know, I have a lot of great names that I've been looking into and, and looking at other people's work and it's, it's really fantastic. So thank you for making this podcast. It's it's wonderful. Uh, oh, of course. Yes, it's been my absolute pleasure to get to talk to so many cool people and learn about their journeys and hear their stories. And yeah. I, I love it. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all also for listening. And if you are feeling as inspired as I am right now, I would love if you would share this episode with a friend or two. And we will catch you next time. 
If you have a story to share with us, we would love that so much. And I hope your day has been artfully told. Hey, Artfully Told listeners, I'm excited to share with you about Audible. As a podcast listener yourself, you already know how great it is to listen to something while you're driving or doing dishes or whatever it is. Audible has thousands of titles of audiobooks as well as podcasts and other cool things, and they're offering a free audiobook to Artfully Told listeners when you sign up for a free trial membership. You'll have 30 days to decide if Audible is right for you, and you can cancel at any time without being charged and still keep your free audiobook. Sign up for your free trial and audiobook at www.audibletrial.com slash artfullytold. Again, that's www.audibletrial.com slash artfully told. Thanks, Artfully.